Another huge episode of Saints in a Winner talking the biggest talking points in sport. I'm Michael Atkinson. I think I'm the sinner this week. Sam Thider, you're the winner. Is that yeah, right? I'm the winner. Always a winner. Pete Murray said it. He sang that song about me. We love Pete Murray on this we do. podcast. Pete Murray loves this podcast too, actually. Does He's he? going to give us all tickets to his show. Oh, well, that's yeah. great. You guys have a great time. <laughs> and the Saint, Chadwick. Uh, yes. I'll Obviously, big it. Pete Murray fan. Yeah, no, yeah, love Pete Murray. God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wowee. Yeah. 66% hey, plays for the, on this place for the Rabbitohs. Pete Murray. <laughs> yeah? Pete Murray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to go play Union yeah, soon. He's yeah, he's going to play Union. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> well, actually, that's a good segue. One of our big talking points, our headlines, the six headlines this week is big news in rugby, and that mm. is the signing of Joseph Suoli'i on a huge contract, reported to be about $1.6 million a year for three years uh, at rugby from 2025 onwards. I've heard other people say it's more like $1.92 million a year. Wow. Um, oh, the six was upside down. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Like Jeez, you want to check that? But Rugby Australia contracts. are never going to come out and, and uh, confirm publicly, like because that's, I guess... You know, confidential stuff, but is it's it? definitely over 1.5 a year, which is a massive That's amount crazy. of money. Wow. And maybe Cameron Murray will follow a little bit later. But we'll go into that a bit deeper. Massive weekend in the NRL. The Broncos, the only undefeated team left in the competition after four rounds. They won the Battle of Brisbane. There's uh, pressure on coach Anthony Griffin. It's the just Dragons. the battle. Did you hear a lot of the Broncos players in the interview during the weekend? I think even Kevy like, really made a point of calling them Redcliffe. Yeah, nice. Yes. It was strategic. Even their fans call them Redcliffe, let's yeah. be honest. Well, yeah. You have to attach, like, you know, hmm. geography to them. It's too hard otherwise. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, anyway. There's plenty <laughs> that happens <laughs> in rugby league. Uh, round four was quite entertaining. I did really well in my tips. Um, but oh, we'll go into that well, in well, the well, tips well, episode. Well, yeah, Anthony Seabold fell asleep in a McDonald's. It's nothing any of us happened before. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Uh, AFL, it's a weird world in the AFL. Two rounds in, and there are some teams in the top five that you wouldn't expect to be in the top five. St Kilda up there. They flipped the, the ladder from last it. year. Yeah. yeah. It's upside down. Yeah. You can't St. use Kilda a ladder up upside there. down. North Melbourne are up there. Essendon are up there. Those three teams all undefeated. Carlton also undefeated. Oh. Carlton's also undefeated, guys. You're happy with that. The draw is not a defeat. So <laughs> just keep that in mind. Carlton, undefeated. Technically, technically you are correct. Not technically, 100% correct. Undefeated. You are 100% correct. That <laughs> sounds like something a loser would say. No, no, that is what yeah. something an undefeated fan would say. Yeah. All right? So... Okay. Put some respect on our name. Okay. Yeah. Seventh. It's like getting a participation award, oh, really. No, you were there. No, it's great. Well done. Here's your ribbon. Is it drawing in sports like kissing your sister? Oh, well, yeah. you're from Townsville, Sammy. You know a bit about that? No, I don't. I've only got brothers, so <laughs> no, you're no. welcome. <laughs> Play on, player. Uh, the lights went out at the Gabba. That was interesting. Yeah. That was like, what was with the blackouts in Brisbane? Because that ruined uh, like a, it ruined the netball and it like delayed the AFL as well. Yeah, but yeah. the netball wasn't in Brisbane. Oh right, yeah, it was yeah. somewhere don't else. jump ahead in the headlines. Oh, I thought mate. it was don't like jump, don't jump ahead in the headlines. No. There we go. We'll All get right, the headlines out, mate. Well, I'm Jeez. trying, but he keeps jumping in with. Okay, we'll be quiet. Keys. We won't say anything. Right. Okay. <laughs> 
Uh, netball. There was a blackout in the netball, but that didn't happen in Brisbane. Uh, it was quite a controversial weekend in the netball. Shad and Sam aren't going to um, tip in here, so I'll just go myself. Uh, in the Sydney Swifts, New South Wales Swifts versus the Adelaide Thunderbirds game, that was delayed by an hour because they had to rip up some of the uh, sponsorship stuff. The stickers on the court delayed the game by an hour, and then that game was abandoned in the second quarter because the power went out. So, you know, get your shit together, netball. Then the next day, the Vixens taking on the Magpies. The Vixens were incorrectly given two centre passes back-to-back and went on to win that game by one goal. So the netball, massive issues. Shad and Sam, back online. Wowee. Pretty good stuff there you got there. Yeah, that was great. Just putting it out there, we love the netball and yeah. you shouldn't be shit-canning it like that, mate. Yeah, that's really tell rude. Netball Australia to get their shit together. That's get their sad. shit together. They've had a lot of problems with sponsors as well. Exactly. It's not a good look to them be ripping the sponsors <laughs> off the court. Yeah. <laughs> Any sponsors out there for this show or the netball? Yeah. There's um, one more headline to go. I'm going to sit back now and have my turn of just doing nothing. I like this headline. This is the one I contributed for yes. once in the show. Uh, Tyson Fury, the Gypsy King. It's about King. time you contributed something. All right, all right, relax. So, uh, Do you want to go Tyson Fury on his face? Oh, no, it's getting a bit much, isn't it? <laughs> Tyson Fury is set to have a career change that is very far away from boxing. WWE? Uh, no, no, Acting. very far away from boxing. Singing. He has announced that he's uh, starting a real estate firm. He's going to be a real estate agent. Good on him. <laughs> he's like, yeah. apparently he's starting a business that will run uh, properties sell and lease out rentals in the UK, which sounds like the craziest landlord to have. Isn't he a gypsy, though? Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. <laughs> it completely flies in the face. It's like, what, are all of your properties on wheels? What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> You're a car dealership, aren't you? 100%. <laughs> you yeah. guarantee no one's going to miss rental payments no, exactly. or loan repayments. I hope, he wears, the floor when he I hope he wears a cowboy hat and, like, <laughs> what are those, like, cowboy bow tie things? One yeah, of those. I don't know what Yeah, that'd be all time. You're from Townsville. So you just know what they're called. Not, not everyone from Townsville's a cowboy. They didn't want me. They didn't want. That is yeah. true. Thanks, thanks for Notorious bringing that up, guys. <laughs> and you're not, you're not beat up about it at all. <laughs> They're the six headlines. Uh, we've got three. We're going to dive into a bit deeper. Let's get stuck in. NRL round four, incredibly entertaining round of rugby league. It's been a really good season so far. I know it's a month in, but. The score lines, generally speaking, have been really close. There's been some upsets. There's been mm. some epic battles. Uh, if we look at Friday night, the Battle of Brisbane, which was obviously the focal point for most people. I think even in other states. I know down in Sydney, they were big talking about this, even though it was you know, the Broncos versus the Dolphins. Uh, it wasn't necessarily a classic game of footy, but it was a willing, thrilling contest, don't you reckon, Sam? Yeah, I was down in Sydney on Monday and there was still buzz about the game, which was fantastic. And you got to think too, Thursday night there was the grand final rematch, yeah. which was a, a one-point thriller, golden point. Yeah. Nathan Cleary kicks a 45-metre field goal to draw it up just before the buzzer goes. Um, but Friday night's game, Broncos-Dolphins, well, the Dolphins home game um, was absolutely amazing. I was lucky enough to be there. Sorry, Shad, yeah. you didn't get the invite. No, that was, yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. I did notice that everyone I was I, in the I WhatsApp was group there. going, yeah, are yeah. you guys at the game? And you're all at the game. <laughs> and I was, I was having a great time too. I was performing stand-up comedy at the Green Bank RSL. So, oh, killing oh, yeah. laugh out there? Yeah, you know what's great about the Green Bank RSL? I rock up to the gig. On the screen is the first half, obviously playing live. Yeah. And I can see it. I'm like, surely the gig's not going to be up on that stage where that TV screen is. Yeah. And then sure enough, 
a guy goes, halftime whistleblowers goes, all right, guys, we're going to get set up for some stand-up comedy. I'm like, cancel the gig. Why, why are we doing this? Why would we? The biggest game of footy in Brisbane right now, it's a sold-out stadium. Everyone across the city is watching, and I'm going to get up there and be like, hey, I know you want to watch the footy, but... How about a couple of stories? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, did people ridiculous. clear out or did they hang To be out? honest, actually, it was actually ended up being an all right gig, but I just did, did score updates because when I was on stage, which was one of the benefits, the only TV that was on was facing the stage. Yes. So I could watch the game like, yeah. while I was on stage. Green Bank RSL, great buffet out there too. Really? Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Should we go visit out there? We should go visit. This pod, pod I never want to go there ever again after oh, that okay. gig, if I'm being honest. <laughs> you said it was a good gig. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, for the state of what it was in, oh, it was still okay. fucking awful. Yeah. <laughs> All right, anyway, good game. Uh, so, so what were we great talking about game. NRL? We were talking about NRL, weren't we? Uh, yeah. Dolphins lost that game... I saw the presser afterwards and Wayne saying that, like, yeah, you know, the whole, oh, we lost on the scoreboard, but, you know, the guys were as well. That's the only uh, place we lost. Yeah. yeah they, they, not only that, but the injury report is, like, devastating for yeah, that Yeah, this side. is where the Dolphins will really get tested. It's in their depth, you know. They lost Sean Sullivan. He's going to be out for at least three months. Uh, so their halves are going to be Anthony Milford and Isaiah, Isaiah Katoa, uh, you know, this is the big question about the Dolphins. I know they've shocked everyone in this yeah. first month, but it was always going to be like, okay, but if they lose a couple of guys, how are mm. they going to go? What happens next? And and in that game as well, they were right in that game. Yeah. Like it, it, it come down to that last two minutes, a 100-meter try yep. determines that game at the end of the day. There's a team there. Absolutely. Mm. And I think, Shad, you, you backed them from the start of the year. You even said, I've said, top, you eight. said top eight. You did. I've said top eight, and, and I'm standing by it. And I this really will be think. their most testing time yeah. now. Um I think uh, Marshall King comes back. He does, yep. Um, and then, which will really help him because they did miss a number nine out there. Ray Stone did a great job, but he's not a number nine. <laughs> no. Uh, well, not it, of the, certainly not of the caliber of no. Marshall King. Um, I'm unsure what's going to happen with Cody Nicarima if he'll have a week off. Um, it was yep. a pretty bad pretty head knock. Um, I don't know if he's passed all his HIA protocol, but um, the 11 day stand down now as well, if he hasn't, um, which would be smart because he's got. He's got a zipper above and below his eye. Yeah, he posted yeah. a picture on Instagram comparing himself to uh, Mike Tyson with his face tag. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he's got that, like, you know, the zipper, as you said, there. Was that purely then... from clashing? Yeah. yeah. Just clashed nuts. He went, yeah. he went flush, like, head on head with Tom Gilbert. It was actually friendly fire. Yeah. yeah. Gilbert was nuts in that game, too. Yeah, was, I loved the He fire. was a close second to um, best player in that in that match. I, I thought um, Payne Huss was brilliant. He ended up winning the first inaugural medal of the Battle of Brisbane. Um, but I thought he was brilliant. His chase at the end, he didn't have yeah. to chase Katoni Staggs at all, yeah. but he ran that whole way just to make sure that he showed the coach upstairs that he's here, he's there for the team. And, and you know what he also did, did? He kept he kept Katoni out wide, so Renault had to make a really wide conversion to put it out to an yeah, eight point. Yeah. And, and Renault misses it, and there's still 50 seconds left. Yeah. Like, that's one of those moments that a coach would love to see because potentially the Dolphins get the ball back. They score, they could... They could even it up. There's a team there. And I am going to have to go to Broncos training this week and do some kicking practice with Renner. He was pretty yeah, off with that. Off, Didn't you he? miss a conversion on the weekend playing for the Stags? Yeah. Mate, that's Sanford Stags, mate. Like, yeah, well, but I, it wasn't from the sideline. I'm it? not kicking in front of 50,000 people. But it people. wasn't from the sideline, was it? No, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, no, I did get sprayed by <laughs> the camera. Get off his back, though. He was playing 5'8". Yes, yes. Sam Thiday was playing 5'8 on the weekend. And Wayne, I'm, I've got no affiliate uh, club, so if you oh, need, yeah, a, true. You need a halfback. Dolphins. Yeah, if Schuster can do it for the, uh, for, the for Manly, there's did another big 5'8 right here. last 
week and now you're oh, mate. Like openly advertising yourself to double <laughs> A lot of fingers, a lot of pies. Uh, can, welcome. can I, while I see on that Dolphins-Broncos game, Katoni Staggs has now permanently cemented oh, himself yeah. as the starting shot of every highlight reel that plays before they play each other yeah. from now until the end of time, surely. Yeah. Yeah. So this is our home thing at the very end. What did he really say? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I like yeah. how people saying house. I was like, I don't think he said house at all. He no. definitely said home. Yeah, he said home. <laughs> but that, that shot is one of the most... Yeah. That'll be iconic Dolphins Broncos forever. It's clear that it's it's been in the minds of the Broncos players though, because Reese Walsh did it the week before mm. yeah. when he scored against the Dragons, and Ezra Mam did it in that same game. You know what though? We caught up with Walsh and he was like adamant that it had nothing to do, to do with, with that. that. No. <laughs> oh, right. Huh? Yeah, he was just layering up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell another one there, Walshy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but was um I wanted to talk to you about this moment from the NRL Grand Final remix. You, you mentioned that Nathan Cleary two point field goal, yeah. amazing moment. Don't get me wrong, but it got people in a spin. Like, is this the most clutch player of all time? Is he the most clutch player of all time? They didn't win the game. No, like it was an incredible moment to give Penrith a chance to win it in Golden Point. Yep. But then they don't win the game. Doesn't that kind of like void any discussion that it's the most clutch player of all time? Well, that's why I keep on saying that Jonathan Thurston can't be in. The- like an immortal because he kicks a field goal in the 2015 grand final to win the game. Yeah, but he, who'd he beat? He could have kicked it from the, a goal from the sideline <laughs> to win that game as well. Everyone forgets about that. <laughs> and he talks about it in his book like it was like, oh, yeah, no, I did I it. Didn't I take it back to the steps yeah, as I normally yeah. do. Yeah, I've read it. Yeah, He's yeah. owned it. He's he owned it. But he had a chance to do what every kid imagines in their own mind. They're at the park with their footy, kick from the sideline to win the grand final. Oh, hit the post. This See? reeks of someone who was on the losing end of that grand final <laughs> that just cannot let go of it. Yep. <laughs> he so still, at least he still kicked the field goal to win. Nathan didn't kick anything to win the game in the end. Yeah, oh, it was yeah. just a tie, and then it came to the other. Yeah, also, yeah. He's, he's never won a game three origin. I was going to say. That mattered. That's yeah. what I was going to say. I was like, isn't this the same guy that the even New South Wales like supporters would rag on for years because of like how he'd play in Origin. So you say he's like this. Yeah, clutch they're player. obviously being real finicky because he's yeah. played really well in Origin. But and there is actually a the funny moment. stat. Yeah. There is mm. a funny stat. If like if you look back at his Origin career, which has been going for what four five years now, he's never won a game three that mattered. So when when it's been a decider, uh, they've lost if he's played. Um, or there was one decider in there that New South Wales won and he didn't play. It was that in 2019 when Mitchell Pearce played alongside James Maloney. You're Any thinking. game three he's he's won has been like um, a, a dead, dead rubber. rubber. Yeah, Something right. Like yeah. I mean, it's a team sport. You can't put it all. Yeah, yeah, it is yeah. a bit hard. But on, <laughs> yeah. on that point, on the Blues, Nico Hines makes his return from injury for the Sharks uh, against the Dragons. Absolutely smokes it. Yeah. Something like five line break assists, three try assists. <laughs> Uh, yeah. full not that we medal. care. Not that we care who New South Wales pick. I don't think, but, they, I don't think they should pick him. <laughs> <laughs> no, they probably shouldn't actually. Freddie, don't pick him. Keep, keep no. picking White and Luai. Um, but the, he automatically, people are going. Just forget about anyone else now, Freddie. He's your number six to play alongside Cleary. Can uh, they work together? Oh, he's playing halfback at the at the Sharks, and he was formerly a fullback. He could he could easily play six, but is he going to be the right six to play alongside Cleary? I think he can. I don't care if he does. <laughs> <laughs> don't in Origin yeah. they just play left and right anyway? Really, for the most part? Yeah, it well, it'd be it'd yeah. be Cleary's team. He would he would own it and run it, and um, Nico Hines would be the second string. So that's what 
makes it hard. I think he's. I think that if anything was to happen to Nathan Cleary, Nico Hines is in one thousand percent, and he's yeah. he's running the team. He's your halfback. I don't know who they partner him with though in that position because I don't know whether or not he'll he could play well enough with Jerome Luai. I think Jerome's at the moment not playing his best footy, but he's going to be the six. Freddie, he'll be the yeah. six. And Freddie, don't pick Mam. You know, he already told you he was born in Sydney, but he's a Queenslander. <laughs> yeah. Some yeah, people else. can be born in Sydney. <laughs> yeah. Some people can be born in Sydney. Uh, on that game, obviously the Dragons got thumped uh, by the Sharks there and the pressure is mounting, mounting, mounting on Anthony Griffin. It's one of my predictions. He'll be the first coach sacked this year. Oh, God. I don't say Way that because I, wanna, wow. I don't want to see it happen. I don't there was like... talks about this at the start of the season yeah. before the, the, a yeah. game had in even the played, mate. So yeah. you just jumped on a, a news report that you probably did, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Hey. You're hanging shit on me for this when he got away with saying a haircut will happen in the no, NRL. and that's new not style. what I said. I said a new, a new style, style yeah. will be adopted by players, and, there, and I have been keeping watch. There are some There's nice some new ones yeah. out there. There's some new styles. Anyway, we don't have to get into it. But uh, on the Griffin thing, I have a theory mm. about this Griffin thing. Do you reckon that maybe St. George, because we, we kept hearing in the offseason that Griffin was gone. They were like, oh, he's gone. Like, you know, and then it never kind of happened. Yeah. Do you reckon that St. George maybe missed out on one of the people that got hired in the offseason, like a, like one of the Penrith oh, guys, like Rattle, Surreal, Webster? Oh, or, yeah. And do you reckon, like, because of that, they waited and sat on their hands with the Griffin decision? Because four rounds in to be like, we're interviewing new coaches. Yeah. Seems like you stuffed up in the offseason. Well, it was three rounds in. Yeah, three rounds <laughs> yeah. in. It's like, you, it seems like you yeah. obviously didn't want him there and you probably missed out on who you wanted. And one of the names is Flanagan. Who was an assistant there? Yeah, so it's like, did you try and get him, and he was like, no, or something like what? It just yeah. seems like I you feel already for want Anthony Griffin. He's on a hiding to nothing because, <laughs> yeah. like, unless they just go on this absolute tear now, he's going to lose his job at the end of the year, if not sooner. Like some people are even saying it could happen in the next, or some people are saying this week. That seems a bit um, too soon. But, <laughs> I, I don't. But he's that. he's kind of got the next four to five weeks to prove himself. Is what people are saying. Okay, how many weeks until he's fired? I said I said it might happen after Magic Round. Right. Yeah, which round is round ten. 10. Okay, yeah, so and then abracadabra, poof, he'll disappear. <laughs> yeah. He's going to get the hook? Well, they're playing. I think they're playing the Tigers at Magic Ground, and if they lose that game, he definitely has to go. Well, it could be the battle of who gets sacked first, Tim Sheens or Anthony Griffin. Oh, man. I, I, I think actually, the Tigers are scared to sack Sheensy. Well, they've got this succession plan, so they get rid of Sheens. They're like, what are I you think the CEO yeah. and the chairman need to go there before any other coach gets sacked. Oh, that's I, I reckon Griffin doesn't make it past Easter. Oh, that's next wow. weekend. <laughs> yeah, I reckon next. Well, I reckon like Easter Monday, that'll be the story. He's gone. Wow. Wow. I'm going to be that quick. Who's the assistant there then? Who takes over? I'm not sure, but like all the names they're throwing out, there's like Ben Hornby. It's like a who's who of people that played in the yeah, Red V. Jason, like, oh, Jason yeah. Riles. And they'll, they'll just do like what the Sharks did when they went, oh, Morris, Dean Young. You, you coach for the rest of the year, and then we'll get Fitzgibbon later. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like it's going to be the same scenario because it's like you've. Told every I don't know I've like I've been sacked from a job before. <laughs> you know what I mean? Tell like, us about it. They know. <laughs> I feel like, and I've, again, I haven't played footy, but it's like you know, you get it's like if you rock up to your job and the guy's like, "Hey, we're, we're gonna yeah. we're looking at people to replace you." Great for you to stick around for a bit until we figure that you're out. You're reading be like, between Get the lines. Stuffed, yeah. dude. Like <laughs> I want to leave, and then you're I'm, in charge of people. Then half the players would be like, oh, the, "Why am I listening to you?" Like, I've, I've worked in a previous job. <laughs> where we literally brought in someone for a day trial 
with the person they were going to replace if they were good enough sitting at a desk opposite them, like helping brutal. teach them the job. Channel 7? <laughs> No, no. <laughs> no. It sounds like he's talking about his own origin story. <laughs> it was when I came in and started doing Sport Bible Daily podcast. Oh. <laughs> you've never been in you've never been in a spot like that, have you? Because you basically your coaching life was pretty much. I just hung around, wasn't it? I just kept on hanging. No, I had um, I had uh, Ivan Henjack and I had Hook oh, as well. Right. Oh, you did have yeah, Hulk. and then Wayne Wayne came back again. Johnny right. Final. What was, what was that like? One last tour. Because that's that was Griffin getting sh- like shifted as well. Yeah. yeah. What happened in that? What What is that like inside? When you because you guys know, all right, Hook's gone. I think. Well, what, well no, because Ivan Henjack kind of got. Um, just before the season yeah 2011 yeah so that was like really weird and then hook took over then at that point in time um but it's yeah it's not great for a team environment because essentially that's <laughs> that's the person you're supposed to listen to when yeah. yeah you know when you're out there on the field and and like if they're not secure in their job how secure are you in your own job so yeah. is that really what you think about like because like there'll be players on this side like they're already shipping aaron woods away to get younger players across to the club. yeah like they're doing a swap with Manly, which is pretty much, like pretty much done. Yeah, it is. yeah. So like, you're gonna bring players in to the club that they have no idea what's going on. Well, who the sucks. coach is gonna be? Yeah, but exactly. But you, you would have had guys in that 2011 side that were off contract that year. Yeah. Do, are they just like, well, I'm, I'm not I'm giving gone. a shit. Yeah. Like I'm gone. Like yeah. see ya. Yeah. Are they already talking to other clubs and stuff? Like, would players for the Dragons right now be saying to each other in the sheds, "Well, he's gone." Yeah. I'm out of here. Well, like, if, if their managers are smart, <laughs> they'd be on the phone now. I reckon if their managers are smart, they'd be on the phone of the Dragons going, you guys are a shit show. I want to up my pay if you want me to stay. Yeah. Like, well, I want to know, is Ben Hunt, does he have a get-out clause? If Hook oh, he was, But he that was part of him re-signing. He like went hard on the club. Yeah. Sort of like, oh, I'm, I'm hanging stay. around if Hook's hanging around. So it'd be interesting to know if he does have a clause. Yeah. It'd be crazy if the, if the Dragons signed off on that. It'd be dumb if they did. Yeah, really dumb. Yeah. Jeez, I'd love to see him back at Brisbane at hooker. Could you imagine if he signed with the Dolphins? It's not going to happen. Uh, he was, if that. he was going to come back to Brisbane, he'd be playing for another team. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. expect it to, but I would yeah. just love to. I wish Living in Brisbane, playing for blank. Yeah, yeah. playing for the, <laughs> for the blank. blank Dolphins. The just, <laughs> yeah. just really quickly, because I think we've all been in this situation before, the I, photo of Anthony sure? Seabold falling asleep in Maccas. Oh, yeah, guilty as charged. Stitch up, <laughs> yeah. Like, absolute stitch up. Yeah. Like, I know optics, you know, it looks bad for an NRL hug coach, blah, blah, blah. But, like, come on. On the grand scheme of things that people have done... Yeah, play on player. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. If he was, If he was flicking pickles on the roof... Mate, that's, that's a no-no. No, I think that's oh. great. Yeah, you do the window and you race them. That's what oh, I taught my kids the pickle trick. <laughs> yeah. And now the, every time we go to Macca's, yeah. they go, pickle track! <laughs> oh, my wife hates it. But yeah, falling asleep in Macca's? Oh. Done? I, plenty of times. Uh, you name any fast food mate. restaurant I've fallen asleep at. Yeah. yeah. Mate, honestly, I reckon... Falling asleep in a Macca's is fine. Just don't shit your pants in a Macca's. Why? Who did that? ScoMo. ScoMo did oh, that. Allegedly. Wow. Allegedly. Yeah. Oh, is that why you held the cup up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what it was for. Oh, anyway. <laughs> for those that want to know that reference, you can Google it yourself. <laughs> All right? I'm sick of talking about it. <laughs> uh, from the NRL and moving to rugby, because that's what this player is doing, Joseph Swali'i has signed a three-year, reportedly $1.6 million per year deal with Rugby Australia from 2025 onwards. Uh, but he will actually be linking up with the Wallabies on their spring tour at the end of next year, 2024. So when the NRL season is over, 
He's then a rugby player, and he's going to join the Wallabies on that spring tour. It's something they did with Marika Corabetti when he switched a few years ago. Yep. Doesn't guarantee he's going to play for the Wallabies, but he's pretty much going to go from whenever the Roosters finish that season in 24 and go and join the Wallabies straight away. But that is massive money. What happens it? with that season leading into that? Is he just going to cruise control through that? Because if, I, if, I'm, if I'm Trent uh, Robinson at the Roosters, I'm going, mate, you need to make sure you show up week in, week out for us. Don't be worrying about what you're doing at the end of the year because personally, that'd be in the back of my head. Is there yeah. clauses in the contract, you reckon, that are like if he gets injured in that season or like are there safety nets for I, like rugby? For rugby. Who knows? Yeah. Nah, you just got to wear that gotta risk. You just got to wear it. Because yeah. like, yeah, if you're... You could do a knee. Mate, if you're the Roosters, you're da- you're working him hard. Yeah, <laughs> like, 100%. Yeah, dude, you're in every play. Uh, are you going to Victor Bradley being like, oh, just in this defensive game, <laughs> just hack the bone, hack the bone. Nah, because, well, if he's going to play for Australia, I don't, I'd like to see him go all right. Yeah. I'd like to see the Wallabies go well in the World Cup. Well, it's interesting you should bring that up because, <laughs> because one player had probably the quote of the week when it comes to news, and that was definitely Brandon Smith, who, geez, the Roosters has been propping him up since he's rocked into town, eh? Well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> this is what my theory is with Brandon Smith, is because he's at the Roosters now, which is a rugby league, Sydney's all rugby league, and he was hidden in Melbourne for so long, but everyone seems to be loving him in Sydney at the moment. And he's, like, up every week for... For, like, for presses. Mm. They absolutely love him. But, yeah, he made some great comments this week. Well, this is the quote. Yeah, like P- Peter Volandi said, go over, get that easy money, and then come back to the real sport. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think that um, $1.6 million could have been spent better on the grassroots of rugby. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on at the RRU. Um, oh, well, I'm having a tack at the rugby. I'll have a tack at the um, Australian rugby, I think. Um, a one one point six million dollar winger from the Roosters isn't going to help you beat the All Blacks. <laughs> yeah, love that. Such a good dagger in the back. Who heart. needs enemies when you have teammates? <laughs> yeah. Beat it, Brandon Smith. Yeah. But he, he raises a good point. Like that's one player that you're putting one point six million dollars into. And as I said at the top of the show, like I, that's not Rugby Australia haven't announced that figure. That's what's been reported. Mm. Um, I was on this story early last week when it first started coming out, and I've heard closer to two million. No one has ratified that. Wow! But what the actual figure is is still a bit up in the air. Does that, it, let's say it is one point six. That's the biggest deal we have ever seen for a rugby player in Australia ever, and yeah. he at the moment is nineteen. Yeah, geez, that's. Have where? you ever? Did you no, ever get approached? Because it's, it's happened plenty of times in rugby. They've poach someone from rugby league, someone with a rugby background, sometimes not. Andrew Johns has gone on record several times and said that he was really close in 2005. Well, Eddie said that uh, in an interview yeah. as well. He was like, I, I saw, I saw yeah. Joey on um, Nine's NRL coverage a few years ago talking about it, and he said that it was actually Rugby Australia that pulled the pin. Like, he was ready to go. He was done. Wow. Wanted a change, and it didn't happen. Did you ever get approached? <laughs> what? Never. As if you wouldn't be a great, you know, Ball carrying 12. I don't know what that is, but yeah. But he's got to be on the yeah. field all the game. He's got to be out there the whole game. Oh, I could do that easy. <laughs> all right. Yeah. <laughs> How many 80-minute games no, have you played? Will Chambers used to, tell, he used to tell us when he was playing rugby that they had a call with the forwards and it was called pig down or something like that. And then one of the one of the forwards would lay down on the ground and pretend they were injured so they could have a rest. <laughs> so That's I could have right. played. I would have been the pig yeah. down. Yeah, <laughs> this pig is staying yeah. down. Yeah. They had to change their rules recently because people were faking cramps and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, pretty on. much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. Uh, that was probably because of me too. Does yeah. 
does the Sawali'i contract kind of screw over? I know they haven't confirmed the amount, but it's like, you know, if it's out there, it's out there. Yeah. He, like, uh, that McLennan guy apparently said on the ABC, oh, yeah, Cam Murray, the great addition. Yeah. yeah. Well, his does that now mean the, Does his... that now mean the management would be like, well, $1.6 million for the 19-year-old? Well, my guy's a lot older and more experienced. Yeah. yeah. Great question. I want 2.2. Even like... current current rugby players, current Wallabies. Mm. Michael Hooper and Tenniel Tupo are the two highest paid profile uh, players, or Tupo will be. He's, he's signed with the Rebels next year in 1.2. Yeah. But there's a lot of guys that are sitting on five, six hundred grand who are going, righto, maybe I'm not 1.6. But if he's getting 1.6, surely yeah. I'm worth a million. Yeah. Mm. McLennan's justification was that is they are growing the pie. So it's not just giving one player like a bigger portion of the same pie. The pie is going to get bigger. So that's is bigger. it? That's what he's. So they'll get more money. Though. Yeah, well, it sounds like Suli. Like... He's got his own pie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's on his own table, yeah. looking at everyone <laughs> eating party pies. <laughs> oh, he's up there with the four and twenties. He's he's got the pie. He's just cut a slice uh, and handed that to the other thirty-five players, and then taken the. He's, he's gone to Yatla pies. He's yeah. got the family pie. <laughs> Yatla pies wouldn't it be great to get them on board as a sponsor? Oh, yeah. How are they going to grow the pie for rugby? Because, like, looking at rugby right now, they've never, they just haven't been able to do it. The only way to grow the pie with rugby is to make a good domestic game. Yeah. Private equity is on the horizon there, and discussions about private equity. So, a massive. What does that mean? Well, they get massive, like, private investor. Pretty right. much. So the All Blacks yeah. a couple of years ago sold. All the rich dudes that went to private right. school yeah. Yeah. that the, played rugby. and oh, they Kings? St- Kings, yeah. yeah. Oh, Kings. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the, a couple of years ago, the All Blacks sold about a 5 or 8% stake in their brand or whatever or in New Zealand rugby uh, for $200 million. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, who else is going to go then? Cause it, uh, I think this... Murray will come across. I, I reckon, you reckon they've shown that they identify someone they'll go really really perhaps stupidly hard at them yeah they got Suli'i I think they'll get Murray he has said himself like he he will entertain that when he gets to that point he's off contract yeah. end of 25 I think oh so you reckon it'll be it won't be until then yeah yeah it won't be before that okay because yeah. I was going to say like would it be this season because you'd imagine with a player like Murray captain of South South win the comp so then he goes straight away. Then you go, I'm out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's got a couple more years left. Yeah, right. But they're also using the carrot of, like, we've got a Lions series in a couple of years, and then we've got the Home World Cup. They're sort of selling that to players as well. I reckon they'll get another two. Murray, I reckon, will be one of them. I'm not sure who the third will be. Ooh. Name, name it. Say, say. No, no, no. I actually, name I actually don't know. They're all oh, backs. Right. They're all backs. They can't be in the forwards. So there has to be someone that can Well, the only backs. kind of successful they, forwards that have... Well... Brad Thorne. Brad Thorne, really, yeah. Uh, Peter Ryan did all right, but not quite at the international level. But yeah. yeah. Uh, see, if I had $1.6 million to throw... and Who are you throwing it at? Uh, Nathan Cleary. Like, there's been a problem with really? 10s in Australia, That's rugby true. fly halves, for a, long, for a while. You know, since Larkham, sort of, we've had some good guys there, but not really, like, consistently someone who is an absolute global superstar. Clay Cooper was for maybe two seasons, that sort of thing, but it's just a position that's chopped and changed. If you've got 1.6 or if you're entertaining throwing 2 million at someone, Nathan Cleary, every day. That is fat because you're right. It is like the worst thing about Australia rugby. It's, like it's, been, a, been, it's so been a problem bad. position for sure. Wasn't yeah. uh, wasn't Geordie Barrett at Melbourne Storm training last week yeah, as well? that's right. What's doing there? I don't know. All Blacks superstar you right play there. For you going to play for the Kangaroos? Do a thorn, reverse thorn. Reverse thorn. Yeah, the reverse oh, thorn. He's <laughs> taking the thorn out. <laughs>
That's the wrap on another huge episode of St. Sinner Winner. Don't forget our tips episode for round five of the NRL will be out on Thursday. We're going to review round four, see how well I did. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, that's see foreshadowing of an awful wow. episode on Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get your tips uh, out. <laughs> see if these guys can uh, up their game. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at St. Sinner Winner. Uh, please make sure you... Follow, rate, review, just share the love wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, get the yeah, grow the, grow the pie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> grow the pie. Jump into our DMs. Slide into them. Whatever That's you what they do. call a callback. <laughs> yeah, there he goes. He's getting it. <laughs>